Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello there. Welcome back to another episode of Live from the Loo. Sorry, I'm in I'm in really good form. I'm really excited at the moment because United lost and Arsenal are still third in the league, but I have to contain the excitement a little bit because people in this house are in bed and if I wake them up, my life will not be worth living in the morning. But the news is, obviously, I'm back. The podcast is back. You've all been asking, when are you doing your podcast again? Well, here it is. It's back. Sorry it took so long, but it's back. I'm going to be back for quite a while. I've got some exciting episodes coming up. Um, what's this episode? Oh yeah, exciting episodes coming up. I'm delighted. Yeah, there's been a bit of a rebrand. It's now called the Hello Steve-O podcast. Hello. Uh, hello to everybody who hasn't met me before on the podcast. Um, all the people that have followed me in the last few months when I've been touring around Ireland. You're very welcome. You're going to have some crack listen to this, let me tell you. Today's podcast is the wonderful Eve Darcy, comedian extraordinaire. Thank you so much, Eve, for doing this podcast. Man, is she open and honest and good crack all at the same time. In this episode, we have an amazing conversation about stuff that I genuinely haven't a fucking clue about. How mental health issues for her have manifested themselves in eating disorders for years for most of her teens and some of her early adult life, for alcohol issues and how she has come full circle out of that into living a very fulfilling, happy life that she lives today. And on top of all that, I learned anyway, maybe you guys out there already know about this, but I learned through talking to Eve about the fucking mentalers that are out there on the dating scene. You will learn, ladies and gentlemen, maybe some of you already know, You've already heard this word, the clit wand. Never heard of this before. But that's what this podcast is about, ladies and gentlemen, you know. Talking about the deep and meaningful of life. And then the clit wand. It's good to be back. Oh yeah, the news before I go. This week, I'm excited to bring my absolutely brand new show to the Five Lamps Art Festival. This has never been done before. I haven't done one word of this show before. Completely brand new. Saturday night, 8pm. 
uh, I'll tell you about tickets will be on my Instagram at hello Steve this show is called ridiculous I've just genuinely called it that as a fucking cop out because if it's a piece of shit I can just go well that's what it's supposed to be ridiculous it's not supposed to make sense it wasn't supposed to be funny nah I'm excited to do it man it's like it's a bit quirky I suppose I've just fucking ruined it who says it's quirky it's quirky nah it's, it's just very different to what I normally do in stand up I'm just going to let loose a little bit on this one you may notice some funny characters turning up in this show that I've that I've frequented the House of Commons. Order, order! With the right honourable gentleman, please get on with the fucking podcast. There'll be a few songs as well. You know. Anyway. Welcome back. The podcast is finally back. I hope you guys are all having a good week. When I release this, it's going to be hump day. Wednesday. You can do it, baby. It's just another fucking day. It's not going to happen again. Just do it like. Who gives a fuck? Enjoy your train journey or your bus journey or your time in the gym. Whatever. Who cares? Just enjoy it. Because you know what? You'll all be dead soon. (laughs) That was a bit too morbid for this time of morning. If it was the morning you're listening to it. But it just sounds even creepier that I have to whisper because I don't want to wake the child. Anyway, it's good to be back. Love you. Chat to you soon. Enjoy. You could change your filthy animal. It is the morning, you're right. We're just talking about how it's Monday morning and... Fair play to us, that's what I say. Fair play to us, is right, yeah. Monday, Monday morning, morning. Pod- podcasting. Doing chats. Doing the chats, doing the lols. Are um, you delicate after your weekend or are you okay? Uh, I'm delicate from a... <laughs> my girlfriend will kill me <laughs> for saying this. I'm delicate from a parenting point of view. Oh, okay. But I do not put in half of the work that she does. Mm. She is a wonder woman. Mm. Um, so we've had a... Although it was... It was a, Daddy and daughter time last night, and that passed off okay. Mm-hmm. She likes when daddy makes pasta. Nice. And we watch Baba nice. on the TV. I don't know what that is, but neither no need do to I, to be honest with yeah, you. It's fine. just a Baba on the TV <laughs> that she's obsessed with. Uh, she's very into like the talent shows at the moment. Britain's oh, okay. got talent and all that kind of crack. Cool. So for a one and a half year old, that's uh, <laughs> promising. I don't know. We're here to talk about you, Eve. Yeah, <laughs> I am a bit delicate. That's why I asked. Well, you are actually what, what delicate. What your vibe is? I, see, I was going to. I was going to check in with you because I know maybe we'll get into it later on. But I know you're up very late recently. But okay, <laughs> I got the eyes there. That's don't. <laughs> no, no, no. You can totally. No, no. You can later, talk about anything. Anything. But you were up. I can't remember what because we were chatting. That was uh, Thursday night. Thursday night. That was a late. It was one. a late night. It was a late night. I've had a couple of late nights now since. But so for the same reason. Similar reasons, yeah. Similar reasons. Yeah. Can I talk about it? Of course, you can talk about anything. Um, no, because I am I love gossip. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, like, I should introduce you, by the way, because, like, oh, uh, yeah, because, you know, uh, I, I did want to say the one thing when I think about you, Eve, is stand-up comedian Eve Darcy is probably you, the happiest comedian I've ever met. Do you think so? You're always smiling. Now, wow. is that real? <laughs> It <laughs> is. It is real. Yeah. It's more real now, for sure. Yeah, it's more real in the last, um, yeah, a couple of years. Yeah, definitely for sure. But I'm always happy around comedy and comedians, and it's like my 
the world I prefer. It's it's unusual as well, isn't it? I know. <laughs> to see Smiley happy. But you know what, though? I know I totally agree, but I I had this kind of uh, realisation actually on Friday night. I was doing support for John Cleary at a gig in Clontarf and I it went really well. Like The audience were lovely. They were real, like real listening kind of audience and they waited for everything and it was lovely. And they were really in it. And so, yeah, my bit went fine. It went well. I was happy with that. And then I watched John perform. And... So like definitely one of my favorite things to see is somebody smiling and some my favorite thing to hear is somebody laughing. And so like I kind of I had this realization when I saw John perform so well like he was just killing it like he was doing really well they loved it they were all like laughing loads he's amazing. and he's great he's <laughs> amazing. And I just had this realization of this is why I want to do comedy uh-huh. and this is why I want to get as good as I can at comedy. Now I haven't been putting in the work like straight up haven't been doing that so I have to just start doing the work more i suppose you you like there's definitely of it's funny you're saying that today there's definitely loads of times where you forget that's why you're doing it yeah <laughs> but you want to have a laugh but you want other people to have yeah a laugh as and well. i had this realization that i was like this is just a, a beautiful thing to do with your time is to just think of things that would make people laugh and get people in a room and make them laugh and let's all just laugh together mm-hmm. and have a nice time so yeah how bad as they say in cork how, How bad? bad? Does it, yeah, it doesn't even matter. I'm not going to explain it. It's just like <laughs> when, when, when something is good, they go, How bad? <laughs> Which is very Irish. Right. Really. It's I've not never that heard bad. That before. Yeah, yeah. Have okay, you not? No. You're originally from Sligo, aren't I you? I am, yeah. Is there any Sligo slang? As John is as well, isn't John, John is Sligo as well, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. Well, there probably is. I don't. Um, I'm much more cultured. I'm too knobby now, yeah. I totally am. I'm such a knob. I'm such a knob. Are you from the town? No, I'm proper culty. Right. Like proper culty. Where One step away from just owning a farm. Wow. You know, I'm not, we don't, we didn't have a farm or anything, <laughs> but I might as well have had, you know. So but what uh, part of Sligo did you grow up in? Uh, it was outside Chubber Curry. So it's like this little village. Like just, it's beside a graveyard. Like it doesn't <laughs> even, there's no pub even. Like that's how just small a it is. Just a graveyard, yeah. Wow. Which actually, when I was a teenager, um, you know the term graveyard shift just a yeah. new meaning when you're a teenager. <laughs> is that an Irish thing? Because like on the, where the shifting started in the secondary school that I was going to in Cork, it was everything. Well, the shifts and the fights all happened in the graveyard. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the porn as well, because this is before phones and all that sort of stuff. It's so impious, isn't it? It's so sacrilegious. People but used to hide magazines behind gravestones. Really? I love that so <laughs> much. <laughs> that is Awful, excellent. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, but no, your question, like, is it genuine, the the happiness thing? Um, I guess, I guess it is when it's, I'm presenting like that, but obviously I've had loads of times where that I've not felt that at all and felt the complete opposite. Of course. But I don't tend to hang around with people when it's like that, you know? So you kind of, I go quite recluse and... Um, just I'm like no I'm not going to speak to anybody okay yeah I'm just going to hibernate here for a while I suppose when I was asking is it genuine I was being a, a more sarcastic because I totally believe that, that <laughs> it is but it's a very Irish thing as well that you wouldn't totally. you would be trusting somebody who's too happy yeah I mean, what are you smiling at yeah. <laughs> what do you know <laughs> do you know what? it's real funny like and lately kind of I guess maybe it's just getting older and you get more comfortable with yourself and uh-huh. you kind of know yourself better and stuff so like I definitely am more comfortable with just being like yeah, I just um, I guess I do have like a happier disposition or whatever nowadays. Like, and but that's I've worked through a lot of stuff, and mm. um, so I'm happy that I'm in this place now, and I'm kind of like I'm not going to not be like this, or, and I'm I'm big into like just 
kindness and just being nice and uh but I totally get the distrust that <laughs> people have automatically for that yeah. because I remember I was doing um some mindfulness training uh-huh. before uh so like I can teach mindfulness or whatever but Oh, so you're an instructor? You yeah. Oh, amazing. Like yeah. Well, for it's more just for kids, like whatever. Okay. We're same principles. Yeah, so. yeah. But um, so I was doing that, and the guy that was delivering it, he was this Glaswegian guy, and he developed the whole course and everything. But he totally embodied the entire mindfulness thing and meditation, and he was just super kind, and he was a lovely, lovely human. And But I remember for the first kind of half of the first day, <laughs> anyway, of the four days training, I was like... <laughs> this dude's a total fraud like there's no way Cause he's especially because he's Glaswegian isn't it it's like they can't be happy <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> but he's also like super hot right so he was like young enough as, and he was hot you mean temperature wise <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no I was totally objectifying him <laughs> he was he was really good looking and uh, just like yeah and then I was like God, this can't be real like he can't be genuinely real and nobody just is that's just the way he is and I, I do a lot of these kind of hippie type groups and people are just like that you know yeah. and they're just happy and you're like oh okay cool get on board with this then this how did you get get into that type of stuff because I, I know you talk about it a little bit on stage and stuff like that as well you talked about yoga and stuff like that mm. on stage and you definitely see like to me I, like did you do yoga this morning and meditation this morning and all that a me- bit of meditation okay, just yeah, yeah. Oh, you no. I did it for two years I'm like, I, it's I've, so I've good slackened. oh it was amazing yeah it's when did amazing. you do it I did a transcendental meditation oh, in London. I did a, 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 a course in it. And I, it, honestly, since my daughter was born, I wasn't able to, yeah, <laughs> to keep time. it going. And yeah. uh, I mean, again, my girlfriend was like, you can't find time. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I definitely I definitely should. But but I the, the changes I noticed in myself personally were it's amazing. really yeah, genuinely amazing. And it was the the discipline of doing it every day there's no big wow moment there's no parting of the clouds or anything like that but the i started to notice things like we that's funny we were talking about um, <laughs> i've just lost something <laughs> before eve came and i was looking for it and all that stuff stopped all my scatty brain stopped oh my focus was very different and that's interesting uh, yeah how do you find it works out with kids the mindfulness how do they relate to it or yeah so i think with kids with anyone that you're teaching mindfulness to it's very much like if they're able to do it you know because sometimes it's actually maybe if someone's finding it too difficult it's Mm -hmm. too difficult for them for a reason okay so not to push it you know so you kind of like respect that that they're maybe not able to do it for whatever reason like trauma or you know whatever so you don't want to be would be like a kid with adhd for example struggle with it sometimes or very much yeah okay but you just need to take it slower with them you know and you just need to do like little really 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 small short exercises um but they do react very very well Mm. to it i remember actually there was one kid i had to work with and this was years ago and he was like the poor thing like just the worst kind of start in life and just like the worst experiences like anything you bad you can think of that might have happened to somebody it happened to him right and he was like 12 and presenting with lots and lots of difficulties and so many challenges and all that and i had to work quite closely with him this is sorry in the context of you're working as a school teacher in this yeah, situation yeah i was okay. yeah but also i had to work with him because i have like extra qualifications like so i've studied psychology and counseling and psychotherapy and play therapy wow. and the mindfulness stuff so i have okay. all this so i can I guess provide a different kind kind yes, of role. Yeah. So I wasn't his teacher really. Mm-hmm. I was more like 
quasi therapist type mm-hmm. person um just a support i guess for him but so i remember been like i definitely can't do mindfulness with this kid because like super adhd very traumatized loads of bad shit has happened to him and so i just really stayed away from it for a long time and then there was one day that i was like i couldn't think of anything else that could possibly help him or that i could yeah. do so he sat i just like asked him to sit down um in the room and i sat beside him and i just said just close your eyes and just listen to my instruction and if you want to go along with it you go along with it and it was amazing like i just did like a like a very simple like grounding you know coming to your senses type activity like really 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 simple stuff and his entire expression like totally changed his like shoulders dropped he got like real relaxed and like he when he opened his eyes then again he's like this glowing smile on his face and he was like that was amazing and i said okay how was that for you and he goes i feel totally different that was wow. amazing. It was so, like, it was like, oh my gosh, okay. What so kind of an age is he? He was 12. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Tough and age. Very tough, yeah, yeah, and particularly tough for him, yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's hard to know. Like, you know, kind of a lot of research and stuff would say, never do it with that kind of a kid. Okay. And so I wasn't doing it for ages. And then I just said, oh, I'll just try this today. And it worked super for him. So it's hard to know. I guess you have to kind of respect it in yourself. I know mm. when I started trying to meditate could not do for oh my gosh for a good year i was like trying and not able to do it same with yoga when i first started doing yoga i gave up a load at the beginning yeah but that's like you've got to be elastic sometimes to do that stuff don't yeah, you yeah yeah totally and also what, what it was was my headspace at the time okay. because i was in a class with people who can do bloody anything yes and like they're putting themselves into it's human so pretzels and s- exactly so <laughs> it was super intimidating but i was also not really of this um you know, growth mindset type thing that I'm trying to kind of be in more now, which is kind of like, obviously, when you do something for the first time, yeah. you're going to be shit at it. Of course. Obviously. But I was always like putting a lot of pressure on myself and expecting everything to me to be good at everything immediately and or I just give up. And uh, so, yeah, so I just was like, I just gave up loads of times. It was too hard or whatever. So then I was like, no, I'll just relax into it and I'll just like do what I can. So is that part of them? Um, because was that from the book mindset i think i, re- I read a book called, it was all about the growth mindset oh really that's I'll called that. i think it's called just mindset actually oh, cool. might be I up on the shelf it. there now behind us um but yeah it was all about because it, it broke down having the growth mindset within relationships within parenting within work within you know and self-development ha- absolutely yeah and how we um tend to uh i think it's a possibly western society thing of just pressurizing ourselves into winning is a big thing yeah which is ridiculous yeah sometimes it is ridiculous um and you can't be teaching like i'm i'm super aware of it now but you can't be teaching that with your with your kid as well you know it's got it's got a it's about it's such a cliche but it's learning to enjoy the process yes yeah <laughs> which i'm still trying to learn to do to be honest yeah, like yeah. even with writing and stuff you yeah. know i'm kind of like i just want this done and i want it funny and that's it yeah and it's like i'm not i'm not that patient really i don't think with it yet yeah so i need to work on that how did you end up in stand up? A girl grew up in Sligo. Yeah. Went to college in. Oh, Pat's in Dublin. You went to Pat's. I hated it so much. Really? Oh, I hate it. I wanted it. to ask you about that because. Hated it. Why did you it. hate it? Because it's a fucking convent. <laughs> it's horrific. <laughs> horrific. Is it still. I drove past it there recently. It's quite. um fancy now isn't it or like oh, they've it's done DCU it now yeah, yeah 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 it's a little bit more secular bit, right okay yeah so it's, <laughs> it's horrific <laughs> oh, 
Oh, no, stop. I repressed a lot of it. Like, as in, for example, right, this is one example of just mm-hmm. like how shit and how not a college experience it was. Um, I remember, so you'd have like, if you were staying on campus, which I was for my first year, you weren't allowed to bring boys back or anything like that. Like, curfew was 11. Like, it was ridiculous. I was like, what? This is mental. And Jesus. I was dating a guy. How did you guy. overcome that? Well, I was dating a guy at the time, so he just like came in. Like, he was just, he just sneak him in or whatever. But like, Still, it was really just under a bean or something. <laughs> yeah. let down your hair out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah. But Must adds to the fun of the whole thing. Of as course, well. yeah, yeah. of course. But it's just not very, you yeah. know, like adult or whatever. But um, I guess you're, you're not when you're in college or whatever. But like another example was going to a house party one time. So a house party, just people from Pats right. that were not on campus, a house Living in the real world. Living in the real world. <laughs> house party. And they had security at the house party. How, who organised that? <laughs> Pat's the people. No. Oh, the people. Of the the oh, people God. Have, I'm just saying, like, that's how, like, naff everything was. And, like, so, so myself and a couple of other friends got, like, asked to leave because we were smoking a joint. Like, so we got asked to leave. Sorry, I'm going to have to delete that. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Like, they had fucking security. I was like, this place is mental. So teach, uh, I mean, I have my own opinions on teachers, and they're not quite favourable. No, <laughs> well, I, well, they're not for, um, I don't have favourable ones yeah, either. Yeah, and I, I work as a teacher. Yeah. So I never say I am a teacher. Yeah, yeah. I, I noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that until, like, yeah. the other day. Someone mentioned it to me, and I was teacher. like, oh, right, mm. I did not know that, right? Okay. Um, yeah, I don't say I am, because yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that. It's, I hate the identity of it. Mm. And I'm, to be honest, like my role, I'm not even a teacher. Like mm-hmm. the kids, and <laughs> all the kids I work with, they're like, so what do you do? So <laughs> they just think I'm there to hang out with them. It's so funny. You're, I'm a comedian. So yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> just try out some jokes from them. We're just going to do some mindfulness in here, guys. It's in, uh, in the same way in comedy, though, do you think it takes a specific type of person to end up in teaching? Because I remember some of the things that were, like I didn't finish school. I was a disaster and I was in a lot of schools and I was probably your ADHD kid who's yeah. doing mindfulness or whatever. But um, I do look back as a grown adult now with some teachers and kind of go, what? I just remember what you said to me as a 14 year old and some of the things that they would say awful. Like, well, oh, I remember yeah. one woman, no leaving search, no life. Do you know what <gasps> I mean? That was her mantra at, at the top of the class. Stop. You know? And then you find out that she's actually banging the history teacher and she's probably never left school. <laughs> exactly. She went to school all her life, exactly. went to college yeah. and then she works in a school. Her fella's in the school. It's just like, yeah, you're just used to living in the institution. But it's an institution. Mm. Yeah. And she's just institu- institutionalized. And that's totally why I want to leave it. I'm actually giving up my job in June. Right. Yeah. So um, after how long have you been in that business? I I've mean? been in that business like 12 years. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I'm done. Okay. Like I, f- I feel like I'm institutionalized, you know? Okay. Yeah. So you're looking forward to it? Yeah, just going, letting loose, I guess. And Pat's is primary school teaching? Primary, yeah. And what about the kids, doing with the kids? Was that uh, teaching kids enjoyable or... No, look, the only reason I put down that on the CEO was... (laughs) The holidays. the holidays, yeah. (laughs) Like, uh, that's the only reason. I was like, I don't particularly want to do any job. What job will I need to be there the least amount of time? Right. And it was teaching. And from day one, you were in college hating it? Yeah, hated it. Oh my god, hated it. But but also, no, look, I wasn't in just a good, healthy headspace at the time anyway. So I think anywhere I would have been would have been horrible. Yeah. Um, like that was the time I was like, very like looking back, super depressed. Mm. Um, I had really bad eating disorder at the time. 
uh, kind of starting to be maybe too dependent on alcohol. So that mm-hmm. was kind of starting at the time as well. So, yeah, there was just loads of shit going on. Like I was not in a good place. Exactly who you want to be teaching kids, though. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, kids, <laughs> we're going to do the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, so we uh, we talk about that because we met uh, recently at the first Fortnite Festival yeah. launch, which for those of you who don't know, is a, an arts festival that's run. Uh, it's an Irish arts festival, but it's actually linked into European. Isn't this year it? it was Europe. Oh, it was all of Europe. Year, okay, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Mm. Which is about uh, raising mental health awareness or like fighting stigma against mental health through the arts. Um, I genuinely hadn't heard about it before and I was very privileged to be asked to be a part of it this year and um, it was fantastic. But you've you've always had a love or a passion for working with things in, in mental health, even through the stand-up comedy. And is that because yeah. of the time that you went through as a, a young adult? I think so, yeah. Okay. It definitely has been like a cathartic enough um journey so far Mm. i guess now i'm kind of i find my view on comedy is shifting a little bit from me needing to do it for me and you know catharsis to i just want to provide a service to people that helps them laugh you know like so i'm kind of i feel i can i'm just noticing that kind of shift Mm -hmm. in my thinking at the minute but um which is uh, preferable i think but um yeah no i did i used it it was very effective i think it would have been had I had it sooner in my life, you know, it probably would have been would have been good to just kind of be like, listen, we're all a bit mad. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. Everyone has their shit. Like, it's fine. Don't take yourself so seriously. Yeah, it's a big one. Isn't it? It's a huge one. Yeah. But also like also really realizing and I'm really realizing recently, like last kind of few months, really very vividly realizing life is so short. Mm. Like even if you get to live a long one, it's still super short. And it's too short for like drama and nonsense and taking yourself too seriously. And it's also just too short to not be kind and to not like do some good, mm. you know? So that's kind of where I'm at with, uh, with all that now. The, the, the tough time in your life obviously helps to, you know, I suppose both of us ended up in the first Fortnite festival because yeah, <laughs> we we're have mental. we have we we are mental. We're mad. I don't think first Fortnite would pr- uh, promote us <laughs> <laughs> using those terminology. <laughs> we are nuts, but but <laughs> at a probably similar age in our own lives, like I was like teens into early twenties that I was uh, dealing with all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that I was dealing with, but dealing with an eating disorder, for example, is something that I specifically have never met anybody who's dealt with that but i've also haven't uh it seems to be that with the men it's huge massive suicide tendons tendencies yeah. that go on um and uh, uh god bless them like i've lost a lot of friends through through suicide like they, uh, it happens a lot it's a big problem in this country specifically with males but then it seems that with females eating disorder is quite a, a common thing within the female psyche that's something that i completely do not okay get at all so is that an expression of the depression that you're going through? Is that what happens with an eating disorder? I think for me, I think generally with those things, like men do, yeah, m- men have higher rates of suicide. Mm. Women have seemingly higher rates of self-harm. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and I think the self-harm that women tend to do is more, um, yeah, it's more like that. It's what oh, is self-harm. It's more in on themselves or whatever. But the eating disorder for me, it started when I was maybe... 
probably 14, 15. And it was young, well. It was young, yeah, yeah. And I I think that was because I just couldn't make sense of my world and I felt like I had no control. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I don't, I didn't. Well, I guess I felt that. So I don't know if this is like a story that's actually real or, you know, th- but this is just what my experience, what I think my experience was looking back. Uh, but I felt like I was being very controlled by my parents. Like they were super religious, like they were very, very, very controlling parents. Wow. And I was the eldest. So it was like they had to. We have a lot in comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, it was like they had to get it right with me. And yeah. like a lot of pressure was put on me. Okay. They were putting a lot of pressure on themselves. Yeah. And then obviously that is put on to the kid. And also when you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself to do something well, and you've no idea what you're doing, like as a parent of a kid for the first time. It's just like, there's no room for, Asher, look, it's all, we'll all be grand. You know, like, yeah. it's just like, no, this is, you have to do this. Like, it has to be like this. So it's just super strict and very controlling, very Catholic. I never, ever, ever bought into the religion thing. I always thought, like, as a child, like a really young kid, I was like, this is nonsense right wow what are they talking about this in primary like school like oh yeah like as a really young kid like right. i was like this is mental right and that's so tough it is very tough actually uh, as a kid because you feel very unsafe yeah. in the world then because you're like i remember like looking into a flower bed when i was like six or seven or something and just been like i can't wait until i get older because then i'll understand the world better because I totally don't understand it now. These people in charge of me don't have a fucking clue what's going on. At seven, you knew that they didn't have a clue. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And like, uh, and the religion thing, I was like, this is mental. (laughs) And so I just felt very unsafe, right? Mm. And just kind of like, but I also felt like I was bad and wrong Mm. because I obviously was going against everything. So there's massive amounts of guilt. Huge amounts of guilt. Huge, huge, huge. Yeah, well, there were. I've kind of sorted that out. You know, it's not as much anymore. Yeah. But um, yeah, for sure, like a lot. So felt very controlled, and then also like I had no control. So obviously I rebelled against that. Um. So did loads of things to rebel against that. But then the go back there now. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly did you do? Give us the juicy bit, Steve. <laughs> Asher, look like probably the same shit so I'm doing Irish now. Look. <laughs> Asher, look at you, know yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I think I might be in a rebellious phase at the minute. Um, Regressive rebellion, I think maybe that's what Who are you rebelling now against? I don't know, (laughs) Stephen, my true self. I'm like a therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Your true self. But for like, I mean, you know, you came to see my show like at, like I was riding at 12 and drinking yeah, yeah, and yeah, doing drugs yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So I, presu- I mean, what else is there? Is it kinda, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you got the answer there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't I don't think it was 12 now. That was, that's yeah. very young. Jesus. That was young. Um, I was taken advantage of by an older woman. Oh, she was 14. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm so glad you said that. Because if you said 25, I was like, oh, Jesus. This oh, yeah. Is sh- proper I should have used that for like, um, <laughs> she's my history teacher. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, I suppose so. Yeah, rebelling in all those different types of yeah, ways. With yeah, again. I think I was having sex at maybe 16, right? Is, yeah, yeah, which is I think that's kind of normal in the rest of the world, yeah. Is it? it is or probably normal, yeah, 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 yeah. Are your parents still really religious? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Oh, they're yeah, they've doubled down on it, if anything. Ouch, 
Yeah, yeah, they're super religious. But look, like it, it brings them peace and yeah, yeah, and no, happiness and all that. So I've nothing against that. I'm kind of like, that's cool, man. If that's what gives you peace and happiness mm. and you know whatever you need for your life and your identity or whatever it is, because it very much is their identity as well. Yes. You know, and it gives this sense of security in a very confusing world and all that kind of stuff. That's fine. But what I totally disagree with is trying to put it onto other people. Uh, absolutely. Which is what, 100% yeah, agree with yeah, which yeah. is m- what my life was. Yes. Most of my life was. And so just not respecting, I guess, me and my opinions. And I, I also, isn't there a, an element of like they're not doing it because they're, they're doing it because they love you, even though they're getting it really wrong. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. They're not doing it because uh, they don't like you or they want to cause you pain or totally, harm. Or totally, totally. they're afraid, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yes. And I totally understand all that now. And I totally understand that it was coming from a very good place and that it worked for them. So they kind of presumed this would also work for me yes, and yeah, it would yeah. give me peace and all this kind of stuff. You know, and I, I do understand. Yeah, there was no malice in it or mm. anything. There was nothing sinister in their attempts. But it just... I didn't react well to it and it w- just didn't suit me. It wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. So it, ca- and it caused me a lot of distress then, you mm-hmm. know? So, uh, yeah, but the eating disorder thing, like it's, it's a weird one. It definitely is a control thing. It was definitely felt out of control, wanted to control the food thing, but there's a lot, a lot of like self hate and self loathing. Okay. And you disassociate from yourself a lot. And, like I really, really just like hated myself, like really. When you s- so when you say you're controlling, what is it that you're you're trying to control? I think really what I'm trying to control is my emotions and mm. my emotional state, and everything is just in my own internal world mm. was so unstable mm-hmm. and chaotic. I didn't have the words for any of that. Didn't realize any of that. Like there was no fucking emotional awareness or any of these hippie lessons that I go in to do with the kids. There's none of that shit. There was no yeah, talk about emotions. There was no recognition of any of that. It was just get on with it. Your grand anxiety is for fucking Americans or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, well, no, actually, anxiety is just a fairly normal human thing. And when so when food comes into that, in, in the con- you have the emotions. So you eat to make yourself feel better for a moment. And then you get rid of it. Is that what happens? Yeah. So you kind of... <laughs> It's this weird space. Uh, I felt like I had, there were times when it kind of progressed on. I kind of felt like I have no control over this. So I'd start, I'd like maybe just eat something and I'd maybe say to myself before eating like a dinner or a sandwich or Mm -hmm. something, like I'm just going to eat this and that's it. I'm not going to make myself sick. I'm just going to eat this. But as soon as I'd start eating, something in my brain would be like, this is disgusting, you shouldn't be eating, like you're disgusting, um, you know, you're fat, like all this kind of stuff. And so it was very heavy, like inner critic type thing. Mm-hmm. And so then it was like just this impulse to eat and eat and eat and eat and eat to the point that you'd, I just feel so full that I don't have to make myself sick. Right. So that was just what happened. It was like instant, you know, it was just this kind of, and it was weird coming towards the end of it when it was just getting very pronounced that it was a weird sensation to be in your body, to be doing this to yourself, shoveling food like into your mouth, knowing I'm going to make myself sick after this. Mm. It's this very, but also knowing I have no control over it. So it's this odd thing that, 
I imagine like I kind of likened it to if you're in a in a abusive relationship or something like some like domestic abuse type thing where you can kind of you know your partner's going to hit you you know that they're going to go apeshit and really hurt you but you've no control over it but I was doing it to myself so whereas you you might not actually genuinely be able to stop a person that's stronger than you Mm. technically I should be able to stop myself and I wasn't and so there was just this weird thing that like just would come over me and it was like I had no control over it and it's a scary really scary place you know because you're like what the fuck am I doing to myself mm-hmm. why am I doing this and why can't I stop mm. so did yeah, you know other people around you that were in that situation other girls that were going no. through that kind of stuff right oh, it's very secretive like everything is super yeah. secret and um, it's all about secrecy and it's all about like how much and how well you can hide things yeah and, and this is at home in Sligo. Yeah, yeah. It's but at, well. s- at school and like everything, okay. you know. Yeah, like even going to friends. Like everything. Everything is, it's all controlling. It's all controlling yeah, yeah, yeah. every situation. And food is just a symbol. You know, it's not really about food. It's yeah. just you're using that as a, as a way to hurt yourself, to harm yourself. And as a way to sort of control the chaos. And as you s- you've talked about later on in life, that became an alcohol thing. So yeah. So that the food thing um, stops. The food thing kind of phased out uh, maybe in my early 20s. Okay. So um, that's like, that's quite a few years of, of going through that stuff. Yeah, t- oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh and wow. actually when I started doing the, um, like my period stopped and everything. Like I right, was yeah. really, I've really. I've heard that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was really thin. Um, I remember there was one time, like I used to play a lot of basketball when I was mm-hmm. a teenager. And actually playing basketball was the only time I ever felt peace really right. when I was a teenager because because it's a fast game and I just that's all I had to do I was totally it was probably I was very mindful actually during mm-hmm. that because you can only be in the moment only yeah. in the moment and it's only you're moving your body you're you have to think you you know so uh, you're just in that all the time and so I loved that and I played a lot of basketball so that was I think that helped me a lot but I was also I got on like these um, Northwest teams or whatever and uh what's that like of the best players of yeah the, okay wow of that area and um so th- actually the week before this is a total aside and it's nothing to do with uh, mental health but anyway um the week before the trials for that i was in a, playing a basketball match and at the very last like layup or whatever of the match that i took i fell and s- tore three ligaments in my ankle oh i was like oh shit the first thing I thought was obviously yes this is extremely painful but then I was like oh my god the trials are next week this is horrific and but I never considered that I wouldn't go to the trials and so I was super determined and everyone was like oh my god you can't go to the trials now or whatever because like I was good at basketball and so uh, I was like no I'm going to be there and they're like you've you've torn three ligaments you definitely won't be there like you cannot even put weight on it. you can't walk or whatever and i was like no i'm definitely gonna go and so i think my mom like kind of was like she's so determined like you know so i went to physio like pretty much every day that week and my ankle was strapped so tight for the saturday morning that i went on the trials 
and yeah, I got on the team. I ended up captain in the team. Wow, so that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've, I've done my ankles before, and so it's right. like, especially in football, it's like, uh, yeah. you know, and it, uh, the thought that you were telling me it was strapped fairly heavily. I'm like. I can feel the kind of the nervousness of like, oh, if you go over on that yeah, in totally. any way wrong, you're totally. in a lot of trouble. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I really went for it with that. Like I trained a lot and all that kind of stuff. But I do remember actually one time my mum uh, bringing me to a basketball match or training or something. And I had my uh, legs just on the dashboard of the car. And my mum like got really upset because like the muscles in my legs, like my calves were kind of wasting away and stuff because oh I was goodness. just like so thin. And uh, she got really upset. and But I had so checked out from my body. Like, I was just totally disassociated. I had no idea what I looked like. I had no idea about how bad it was. You know, nothing. Do you look in the mirror? Or, or do you do look in the mirror and you see something different? I usn't even used look in the mirror, no. Okay. Um, uh, I just Because I just really, like, it was so much self-loathing. Like, so yeah. much. And then, like, I particularly, like, wouldn't look in the mirror like after like making myself sick because you can really look into your eyes mm. anytime you look into your eyes you can really tell like what's the going truth. on and it was just too painful like you're looking in you know you kind of see like oh my god this is terrible so i just was like not look then anymore you know is there any of that kind of stuff that like is it still a daily for example my relationship with alcohol and drugs is completely different and will never change i don't think till uh, you know i don't think ever like i'm lucky that i can drink but i don't have an uh, a relationship where i like to be drunk or i like to be high does has your relationship with food changed at all since that time i think i uh i it's definitely something i still would need to manage i think mm-hmm. um and for a long time i denied that you know i was like oh no i'm just totally fine and then more recent more recent years I've kind of been like mm, no actually they they're not the same patterns at all but like much more diminished and less severe but similar kind of thing but it's all to do with how I emotionally regulate right, right that's yeah. ultimately what it is and it's all to do with how I take care of myself so if I take care of myself and if I do things that I know make me feel happy make me feel good make me feel healthy like yoga meditation sleep so important um, just eating well, like I genuinely love how good food makes me feel. Mm. You know, like so true. It's yeah, so and, true. But it's leaning into that though. Yeah. So a lot of it as well, because I spent so much of my life in this place of like hating myself, and and then you kind of feel I felt like I that's what I deserved. So I deserve to feel bad, and I deserve to feel um, terrible, and you know. So then I just internalized that, and then so I was doing all these other things like drinking like whatever dating dickheads whatever it was like that was because not healthy dickheads you know like yeah but just like not healthy (laughs) just no 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 not at all but just i wasn't picking good ones you know yeah but um so so as things go wrong you assume i deserve it totally yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i would nearly make things happen like make things go awry just because like yeah just a real sense of like not feeling worthy you Mm. know and so the, the biggest learning now recently maybe like in probably in the last year six months is tuning into actually feeling good and been like no this is good mm-hmm. you're allowed to feel good yeah this is actually very healthy lean yeah. into this. this you want more of this in your life so it's just doing that you know and like just been like yeah i deserve to feel good or whatever you know uh-huh. so yeah i mean it's like it's still like it's for sure uh 
a constant thing, you know, this kind of um, self-care and, and being aware of what's going on. And I know, like, if I didn't meditate, didn't do yoga, didn't exercise, started drinking, you know, again, regularly, it would I would spiral, definitely. Mm. And all that shit would come back. Mm-hmm. I know that, definitely. There's a refreshing, honestly, I think about all that kind of stuff because I think in in a sense there's definitely in the, uh, we're around the same generation, I assume, but oh like yeah. uh, that when we were growing up, the culture of, I have to explain so many things to my, my girlfriend who's, she's not Irish, she's not from here, but yeah. <laughs> realized that, oh no, no, we used to, you know, drink 10 pints, that was mm. normal. Do you know what I mean? That she doesn't get a yeah. lot of that. So a lot of this stuff is definitely cultural as well, yeah. of, of like a culture of how, you know, it's well known that, that alcohol is how we how we deal with emotions a lot in this country as well. But I think I think it's coming more to light now as well. And I know I take the piss out of it on stage a lot, but I think the food culture is uh, something that we all do. Like I do it all the time. I go down to the shop at midnight if I've had a shit day or whatever, yeah. and I will buy junk food yeah, and stuff my face yeah. with chocolate and crisps and a spice bag, and it yeah. always burns on the way out as well the next morning. <laughs> And and I think to myself, yeah, you deserve that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's so true, though. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like an effort. It's an effort for me to not eat shit because I'm like, you know how that makes you feel. You know. Yes. I definitely think the older that I get, I feel what I'm putting into my body a lot yes. more. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think the older you get as well, I'm kind of really realizing like, your body is this like you know temporary ever changing yeah yeah uh thing you it's know very like temporary actually yeah, yeah you, you notice deterioration quickly yeah you know, after and you need to just take care of it yeah. you know and like it's this thing you're given and you just need to take care of it and not take it for granted and mm-hmm. yeah so i mean that's kind of what i'm doing but you're right like and even you know i was thinking about this yesterday actually like the kind of uh i was like why wouldn't i take care of myself like it's mental but I do have a real reservation almost like a shame about it and like being embarrassed that like yeah I'm taking care of myself because I want to be healthy yeah because because there is a big like sense of humor here it's like look at you I shit you not got a taxi one night coming home I said can we stop off a century please apparently I was reading a text message from my girlfriend apparently I have to get some uh, cashew milk and the taxi man said is is ordinary milk not good enough yeah a what the fuck has it got to do with you exactly and b like uh that's not what my, my daughter doesn't drink cow's milk so like but you know you don't even need to give him that explanation but uh shut the fuck up taxi well man. stop <laughs> and let me get my cash but, but 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 i mean he i think that that response embodies the the attitude that is um i don't know it's definitely prevalent in this country i don't think definitely. i remember it. i don't think there was much of that in in um I was living in London, to be honest with you, but, you know, maybe it's a, it's the fear of uh, thinking that you're better than other people and the shame of that, you know, in in this country is a big thing, isn't it? And totally. if anyone tries to forward themselves, it's like, oh my God. look at your man, look yeah, at your woman. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, but I'm kind of like, I don't give a shit about that now. Like, yeah. Yeah, you can fucking, I've been in the place that you're in, you can stay there, man, it's grand. Yeah. Because that's another thing, like. Yeah, taxi prick, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But like that's another thing when you're not when you're in a negative space and this is coming from me having spent most of my life in yeah. a negative space. There's such a like defiant self-righteousness about it. You totally believe you are correct yeah. and that everyone else is wrong. And look at that fucking idiot over there. I think you meditating. are right though as well. That's a, that's the thing. As someone said it's that old saying of like whether belie- whether you believe you're wrong or you be, you know. Yeah, you're you right. right. You're, you're always right yeah, in your yeah, head. Yeah. Well, everybody is. Yeah. 
absolutely. But I mean, I think the learning for me was like, yeah, they think they're right. That's grand. That's fine. Yeah. I, I'm living my life though. Leave it go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But even with the alcohol thing, like, so I def- I don't drink much anymore. Um, But this last week now, I've just gone a bit fucking. We're getting back to that. Don't worry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jesus, I've gone. I've lost the run of myself now. Uh, the last week. Well, is that is that because... So obviously I'm excited for the gossip about all this kind of stuff. We don't have to name any names. Right? We are that not kind of naming stuff. names. We're not naming names. Is he a guard? No, but you're <laughs> uh, you're on the dating scene in Dublin. Yeah. And was a it treat th- for the census that that is? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So uh, I hope you've got a different Tinder name or whatever. Anyone like in a couple well, stay I'm in a couple and be nice to each other. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing else yeah, out don't there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I love love stories, and I'm com- but I'm completely out of the loop on dating oh, and, so lucky. And, and all that kind of crack. Yeah. But um, and it is but a bit of crack now, to be honest. But it must, it yeah, must it be because t- I mean, t- today's I mean, I'm off. Three or four years, I haven't done any of that kind of crack, yeah. but it must be complex. And in, in Ireland, actually, five, six years. So, yeah, you know, it's very different to even what it was five, six years ago. Like, I'm working with uh, people in cafes at one point, and they're literally just hooking up on Tinder. Yeah, of course. Boys and girls just yeah, going, absolutely. yeah, see you later. I'm like, so, what did you say there? You know, Tinder is a disgusting place. It's like, yeah, yeah it's, it's STDs. Gross. on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're just swiping STDs. That's what you're doing that's there. A, that's yeah. And literally people are hooking up. Just uh, I yeah. sound so old. I know. Look, there's people listening going. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> Do you hear your man? But you know, like there's no, fine. there's hook no. If you want to hook up, but absolutely, like, and there's yeah. no judgment in that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but there's like the. I'm also seeing these young people in their early twenties. There doesn't seem to be any room for, you know, th- they're not even dating. Sometimes, you know what I mean. That's yeah. that's the point I'm making. I suppose yeah. you're not even. Yeah. Like, if you want to hop into bed with each other, yeah, grand, whatever. We've all done that. But the, the there's no preamble. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like definitely. call over. Yeah, let's do it. See you later. Yeah. you wouldn't even know the person's second name. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 and like. Do you do to, uh, go on. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, yeah, and I've done all that, and I'm not gonna, I'm not, I don't, that's not what I want, but <laughs> that's not, I can't actually say that, being honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> like, Eve, just think back to Saturday night, and there was a different thing. So, um, was it, were you date, so it was, so you went on the no, date? No, I just, I met, a, I just met a guy on Saturday night, like. Okay, in separate to that. So you met a guy like old school in real life, in yeah. a public space. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. In a bar or in, yeah, bar, yeah. Amazing. Mm. Well, I'm delighted. I haven't to hear done that, that in a long time now. Yeah, I but like, haven't just like. Been do like people even do that anymore? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's of course amazing. they do. Jesus. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, do you know what? It's interesting because when you do the online dating thing, what mm. I've noticed is anytime I have done it, it does kind of open you up then for like stuff to happen in the real world. So. Uh, like I went back on the online dating thing maybe like 10 days ago or something okay and uh, was there a reason for that switch to go back into it or uh, there was a reason um, like uh, like a relationship had finished and you moving into a, a new one or so relationship finished in okay. uh, February right. but I actually was going to take time off I was like I'm not going to uh, date anyone now for like six months or whatever uh-huh. but then I'll tell why you why do you always say that isn't this bullshit I, yeah well no I no, actually sorry, genuinely sorry. was going to because I was like I need to fucking focus on yeah, what yeah. I want to do or whatever um, but then just some other kind of thing came up uh, in the comedy world I'll tell you about that another time uh, yeah. so I'm kind of Is that off the podcast dating yeah well yeah. it's just something for a radio thing okay uh, that they're on like they wanted like 
people to date or whatever. So then I was oh, like, okay, oh, this cool. might be good for the profile. So yeah. I, uh, that's the only reason I went back online dating was because right. I was like, oh, this might help my profile. But it, um, and now in fairness, look, I am like, if someone wonderful, you know, if Blind Boy rocks up on a date and he's like, yeah, do you want to date? I'm like, yes, I'll is marry that, sorry, you. Sorry, is that Blind Boy? You're yeah, absolutely. How are you? Is it because of his brain? Like, obviously yeah. it must be. Because yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know I just what he looks love like? plastic bags. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> really attracted to when plastic When he's kissing bags. me, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I can be Blind Boy all your time. Yeah, yeah. I do have a, I do know what he looks like as well. Though. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So have you been on a date with him? No. Have I fuck been on a date with him? Jesus Christ. I think that would be like high point of my life. Although it's probably one of those things that you should never meet someone that yeah okay actually meet the heroes like, kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah 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 probably should just never meet him but uh so how was it? so ten days you said you've been back on yeah 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 and I've been what? on a few dates but then I've also like met uh, so last Saturday night I was out at a hen so that was the start of the drinking okay yeah my phone got fucking stolen as well on oh, Saturday shit. like in the day in like twelve o'clock in the day I was walking was around, around Cape here, Street oh, yeah exactly yeah yeah <laughs> I'm just used to what's he Okay, I've like I've lived in Dublin for seventeen years. I'm so like I'm actually very complacent and stuff when I go on. Clearly, <laughs> too complacent <laughs> when I go to town. I'm like Dublin's so safe, like nothing's ever happened. And then like this guy fucking nicked my phone. I was like, you dickhead. Yeah. Um, it is safe to be fair, but like that's going. Like, yeah, to be fair, it is super safe. Like yeah. it is actually very safe. Like I don't, I never feel unsafe in Dublin. You know. Yeah. And even then, when I got it stolen, I was like, oh, you dickhead. But yeah, like, exactly. He's a dickhead. And if he stood there in front of you, he'd shit his pants. Like, do you know what I mean? If yeah, you him, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so anyway, so the phone got stolen. It was going on a hen. So I was like, well, I'm just going to go drinking. So uh, <laughs> then I, that was great crack. That was really good fun. But I met a guy in Whelan's that night and he's a very lovely human. So actually the guys I'm meeting in real life mm. are very nice mm. and lovely. The guys on Tinder, no. Mm. And Bumble is much better. Yeah, because that's the, is that the one that um, the you, women get the women you get yeah. to yeah yeah so it's just different it's type not a of bad guy thing, to be honest with you. <laughs> of course it is yeah that is there yeah he's not waving his erection at you on Tinder like no yeah. no 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 Tinder is just hook up like that is all okay it right. Is. Yeah. right yeah 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 yeah. Is that kind of, so is that a known thing on both sides then, I suppose? Or is it just I mean, I don't I, It's yeah. what I'm learning yeah. now. Okay. You know, so I, d- I kind of saw it before I, I went on the app again uh, recently, like 10 days ago. I was like, maybe it, it is just genuinely people wanting to date, mm. but that's not really the experience that I've had. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um. So like, oh my God, do you want some proper gossip? You turn it up. <laughs> go on. Go on. So right. So I went on a date with this guy. Um, is this the Saturday night one, or is this a weird? No, no this was this was a Tinder okay. date. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so it was Paddy's day, so I met up. Ouch, that's gonna be rough, isn't it? No, well, no, because we met and uh, we met uh, actually at the Collins Barracks, uh, Lewis stuff, and oh, we went yeah. to the museum. Very nice. Yeah, because like nobody is in the museum on Paddy's day. Yeah, so it was actually super zen and lovely, but um, so we went there, and uh, straight away though, very handsy. Like straight away. How do you mean? He was. He <laughs> what would like you as mean? in like wanting to like put his arm like around my waist and that's like the first time you've met. Yes. Oh so my god, that's too much. Like hypersexual. Like <laughs> hypersexual. Is this an Irish lad? No. Yeah. See, <laughs> <laughs> see how I knew that. See how I knew that. There is no Irish bloke would try that. You're right. He's he's no Latino. Irish. That's for sure. Uh, no, he's um he's British Indian. Which is also not a combination you would expect to I be like know. that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Is he? Yeah. 
I mean, Indians can be uh, can be. Uh, I have an Indian mate in in London, and <laughs> yeah, I can get handsy. Yeah. yeah oh, this guy is super right. fucking handsy. My okay. God. But I don't know. That's I can't be judging yeah, the whole of, of a country yeah, yeah. off my people. one handsy mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So okay, super handsy. Sorry, I suppose the suggestion is there that it was maybe that it's a cultural thing. But anyway, going totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, you're right. Like, I, I really don't think an Irish guy would have would have done that. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Um. Now, also <laughs> bearing in mind, I've been out drinking the night before. I was very hungover, and um, when we met, so you know, you're a bit hungover. Everything is like, you just you just want everything to be slow. You have the fear a little y- bit. Yeah, well. and but also you do kind of just want to be cuddled. Aww. So there was like, oh, this kind of I was like, oh, it's kind of nice, but also this is weird. We've just met. <laughs> But uh, so yeah, I was just a bit, I was very delicate. And um, so, yeah, he was fun and all that. Like he like good energy. However, it was very much like um, he was, you, you were under no, like I was under no illusion as to like what he actually wanted. Like he was kind of like we'd have a, we in conversation. Yeah. But he had this look in his eye that he was like, I'm not listening to a word that you're saying. <laughs> just want to have sex with you. And like, I'm not saying that like as a thing about me, I'm going to do an Irish thing now. And like, wasn't about me. Genuinely. I think he would have fucked anyone, and no, I did. I didn't fuck him at all. But like, um, but he was just like he was wow. just so so hypersexual. And uh, so, how does that date end? How so that? the date, uh, the date then, right? So okay, we're on the date or whatever. And then he goes, because um, I said I have to meet friends or whatever. So I tend to do this actually whenever I I organize a date. I have something I to get do. Out, yeah, yeah. yeah. So generally, what it is is like if I have a gig on. I'll organise to have a date before it and I'll just like get the date done and then wow. go do the gig. I'll be asking questions next time I yeah, see yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, generally because I kind of am like, I don't want to go into town and spend an evening just doing a date. Uh-huh. So I, I, I'm kind of, like, I definitely don't have it as, a, as a priority, right? In my life because I'm like, I'll just fit it in here, you know, when I'm doing this these errands. But um, so, yeah. So then he was like, uh, oh, do you want to come up to my house for a glass of wine? And I said... No, we just met an hour ago. No, wow. definitely not. And my phone doesn't work. Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, like, he shouldn't, you know, whatever. But um, he's like, oh, come on. And he's like super, like, persua- like you know, persuasive and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, definitely not. And I have to meet my friends. No. So, went, like, I wouldn't have gone up anyway, even if I hadn't to meet my friends. But anyways, I went into town, met them. That was grand. But, like, and then on Tuesday night... uh. So, okay, right. I'm going to be honest, okay, because we met up a couple of times because... You uh, met up with this guy again after that? Yes, okay. I know, yeah. No, no, sorry. Because no judgment here. <laughs> because um, I think that, um, you know, if someone uses the word clit wand on a date... <laughs> I want to know more. What the fuck is that? I want to know more about what? that, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds promising. I'll say that to my girlfriend later on. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, you know, like, that's a fairy tale I'd get on board with, you know? Um, a clit wand. <laughs> like, what a good, what a good word. Oh, my God. So he was saying he had a good clit wand. Oh, like, oh, man. Like, it was all sex talk. Like, it was all kind of like how good he was. <laughs> How good he was at sex. Like, it was all about Grow sex. Grow up, Stephen, come on. It was all about sex. Right. And it was all, like, how like how good he was. And, like, obviously, someone's talking like that to you about sex. And, and all like, these I things. I want to check this shit out. Of course. Yeah. Like, you get turned on by all that, right? So, like, so I was, like, intrigued, okay? Uh-huh. 
So a part of me, <laughs> a part of me, was like, uh, oh, what a kind specific of part? Of yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> was uh, was like, oh, okay, I might like check this out a bit more, you yeah. know. And uh, although then again, right, I have learned in my dating life. That is something men say. Men do kind of go on about like how good they are and like or or how uh, they think sex is about the other person's enjoyment and all this kind of stuff. Right. It's anyway, not necessarily correct in reality then. But uh, this guy really did see him. I was like, oh, my God, like he probably, you know, maybe he can walk the walk as well. Right. <laughs> so uh, so I met up with him on Tuesday night for a few drinks um, in a bar. And that was uh, yeah, that was fun. And it was a different. He was much like better behaved let's say okay. than he had because I just told like he basically I, had a wank before he went out maybe time. yeah <laughs> because I said to him on like on Sunday I was like you're you're very intense man like okay, you need yeah. to calm the fuck down like you're just I was like you've good like positive energy and all that but like you need to calm down we've just met fair play um, and he's like oh sometimes I can be a bit much or whatever and I said you are a bit much at the minute right Um, so that's pretty cool of you to do that because you're also not shutting him down yeah, you know I guess. I mean? Yeah, because it, it, because you know, maybe he's it, it com- like genuinely excited by being you know around a beautiful girl, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and he's <laughs> he's literally too excited, so you have to kind of go. That's what he was saying, but yeah. like, I mean, I'm like, I don't care, man. Like, it's not appropriate. Yeah, yeah. You need to just yeah. just calm the fuck down. But, but yes, yes, there was. It was still calm down, you fucking idiot, and kind of. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Complete judgment, I suppose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and like not discarding yeah. someone so totally. Yeah, but um, so. So yeah, so we met on Tuesday night. That was that was quite nice. And then uh, I was doing yoga on Saturday. He lives around like close to where I do yoga, uh-huh. and um, he was like, uh, you know, like morning or whatever. And I said, he's like, "What are you up to?" And I said, oh, "I'm just finished yoga." And he goes, "Oh, let's go for coffee." So we went for coffee. That was all fine. And then he so he, then it was like, well, we maybe like next time like we'll hook uh-huh. up or whatever. And uh, so yeah, I was kind of like. Yeah, I might just like check this out, see what this is like. However, so that was one part of me. That was like the, maybe like the devil, uh, horny part of me that was like <laughs> just gonna go for this. I did have reservations. Like my kind of intuition was like, no, don't think this is a good idea. Okay. Because even it was just the like on the date, like I- even just in conversation, it was like I genuinely felt like he couldn't really see me as a person, like at all. It was like this is just someone I want to fuck, mm. and that's fine. But I, th- I, I've just learned like I just need more than that, yeah, yeah. you know, because for the sex to actually be good. Um, so I was kind of I had reservations, like I was like, oh man, like if it, even if a conversation is all about him and he doesn't even recognize me in it. What's the sex going to be like? Oh, that's that's what he was like. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Like it was very like, he didn't give a. F- I could have told him anything about myself, and it just would not have mattered. You oh, know. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, I don't know. So I was like between minds or whatever, and then, uh, so then yeah, over the weekend. Well, then okay, I was like Saturday night, and I hooked up with some guy, right? Oh, God, uh, and that was all fine or whatever, and that guy was very lovely. Um. But so then I was like, I definitely don't want to meet this dude. Like, I've clearly been putting it off for a while and yeah, yeah. whatever. So and I was messaging him over the weekend and I was like, listen, it's not going to happen. You know, I'm, not, I'm just not, I'm not interested. Uh, he didn't take that. He definitely wasn't listening to that. Like he wasn't kind of. OK. Uh, hearing bells are what I was. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and to the point like where I was like, oh, I'm glad this is the conversation we're having in text and not in person. Okay. Because um, he would try and yeah. control it. I think so, yeah. And uh, so I was like, uh, no, no, like, dude, it's really not going to happen. So this was going back and forth for a while or whatever. And then, uh, then when he finally got the message, right, then he was like started disclosing loads of things that he had not said. So when it was certain that I was not going to have sex with him. Yes. Uh Basically, then he started kind of saying, like, just how much of a, like, what his sex life is like. And, like, you know, big into threesomes, like, okay, right. quite a few orgies. Wow, okay. Uh, and then, so after saying a few of these kind of things, uh, uh, then he goes, oh, I also have a confession to make. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is the confession after all that? Yeah, exactly. I was shitting and I was like, thank fuck I never had sex with this guy. What the fuck? Why is he confess? What's he confessing? Oh, don't tell me he's got something bad. F- I don't know. He didn't confess that. He just said, he's like, oh, I'm bisexual. Right. Yeah. Wow. Which I'm like, that's fine, but you need to, yeah, I yeah. feel like that's something he should have said before. Well, it was certainly with all the talk that he's talking, you know. Yeah. So was his clit wand an actual individual that was going to come? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Introducing my clit wand <laughs> or John, as we like yeah. to call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, shit. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's not cool. Like, you shouldn't yeah. be fucking saying this shit before yeah. you're going to have sex with someone. Not confessing it when you know that they're not going to have sex with you. Wow. What a fucking... Well, I mean... It's such a cliche, dodge but the bullet, material. Dodge the bullet, but you got some material. Yeah, surely. and that's the exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally dodged the bullet and possibly STDs, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, Jesus Christ. And comedy is like you're. I mean, I love. Uh, well, I don't have we gigged actually together before. We've definitely had lots of crossover and yeah. met each other and stuff. But yeah, to know. Um, I don't know actually if we have, but hmm. I've seen you as. I saw you in Wheelands, but it was Cherry Comedy, that's right. Oh, yeah. I saw you on the big stage in Wheelands once before. So I've seen you a few times, but I haven't, I I haven't, I don't think we've ever geeked on the same line. No, but, maybe not. Um, it, it, and you've been doing comedy seven, eight, nine years now. Yeah, probably seven years. Seven years. Yeah. You were in over in Canada doing it at one oh, point yeah. as well. Yeah, 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 I used to live in Vancouver, yeah. Loved that. That was amazing, actually. More normal dating scene. <laughs> way more normal. Oh, my God, a proper dating <laughs> scene. Like, And they're just real... Ah, like they just have but great comedy together. in Canada as Very well. good, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Like it was a good training ground as well. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. Is that where you started out in comedy? Yeah, kind of. I had done a couple of gigs here. Okay. And then went over there and um, went into it there. Yeah. So it was cool, yeah. But Vancouver was great also for wakening me up to the drinking culture. Uh, and the yeah, difference yeah. in you that. Get, get, get away and go. Yeah. Oh, oh we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I actually kind of stopped drinking when I was in Vancouver. And then came home, just wasn't drinking that anymore. Um, I hope to gig with you very soon, Eve. Yeah. If you haven't actually done it be before, great. thanks so much for coming oh, on. Oh, you're very well. Thank you. So lovely. Not at all. We had the crack. Yeah. Uh, we can now switch this off and get more. You know more too gossip. much about me. Do I? You know too so much. So do all the people me. that are going to be I listening know, about this. I know. Uh, Eve Darcy is on Instagram. On it's at Eve Darcy. Is it? At Eve Darcy one. One. I, think, yeah. I thought so. On yeah, Instagram is better. Not Twitter. I'm not really great. Twitter. On Twitter. No one Twitter's does the tweets. Dead. Twitter is dead. Twitter's it's dead, full man. of trolls. It's Insta and STDs. <laughs> yeah, it's Tinder. The Tinder uh, of the yeah. social world. Eve is on Eve Darcy. Uh, one on Instagram, very funny in the mornings on your stories. I have to say, oh, doing really? your juices and your yogas oh, and right, uh, all your kind of crack. Big fan over here, anyway. Eve. Um, <laughs> Super, thanks. Listen, we'll see you on the circuit soon. Thanks so much. Thank you, Stevie.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.